Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks for listening to my talk, 1071. Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. That's us. That's Just I us. am Grant. Hello. Hello. <sighs> this is interesting. I came across two um interviews with one with Rosie Perez, another with Marsha Gay Harden, because the uh, Academy Awards are coming up on April 25th. So that's very, right around the corner. They're going to uh, air on ABC. Yeah. Think of how bizarre how late those are. Very late. Yes. When do they normally happen? February? February. Yeah. Bizarre. Say it right. February. Well, Variety did an interview with Rosie Perez, and she, during the interview, she says she has never been invited to attend or present at the Academy Awards since her 1994 Oscar nomination in the Best Supporting Actress category for her performance in Fearless. She said not even to sit in the audience, not to present, nothing, and I'm a member she said, I love the Academy Awards. I cheer on my peers, and it hurts. Um, she says, it's like when your home team doesn't ask you to come back into the stadium after you got up to bat and hit a home run. Hmm. I wonder what that's about. That's bizarre. That is bizarre that that's the case. I've always wondered, too, for for celebrities, it's such a tricky industry that they're in, you know, hot one minute, not the next. And I wonder, I bet some of them have some pretty, have had some pretty sad Oscar Sundays, not just in not being nominated or getting snubbed, but when you remember, oh, two years ago, I was on the red carpet. This was all going great. And now I haven't been invited back. I don't know if I'll ever get invited back. It's so tricky to be hot enough. Right. To get the invite. Right. And it's also, it's got to be hard for her to not see that as a slight. She says... The biggest struggle has been navigating through other people's shortcomings. Um, She said Hollywood as an, uh, you know, navigating Hollywood as an actress of Puerto Rican descent. She said other people's bigotry, racism. And she said more specifically, the ones that don't understand that they are bigots or racists. Um, She says while the Academy is making strides for more, you know, inclusive more inclusivity that's the word i'm looking for for their nominees she says um only four of the 23 categories at the 2021 oscars have latin representation interesting she um by the way her role i wasn't familiar with this movie she starred in a movie called fearless as a grief-stricken survivor of a plane crash and of course, she most recently was on uh, the flight attendant, right, right, which did earn she her a Screen great. Actors Guild Award nomination. Yeah, she played a very different character, yes, than what I'm used to seeing Rosie Perez, right. Play. And her character takes some interesting turns as the show goes on. Yes, that's right. Remember? Yes, 
Yeah, that's really good. Really good. Um, but anyway, I think that's uh, that's really insulting. She was up against, by the way, in that year that she was nominated for Fearless. She was nominated opposite Anna Paquin in The Piano. Holly Hunter in The Firm. Sure, yes. Um, Winona Ryder in The Age of Innocence. And Emma Thompson in The Name of the Father. And uh, Anna Paquin took that award that year. She was the category second youngest winner following... 10-year-old Tatum O'Neill in Paper Moon. Isn't that crazy? I don't know why I thought you were going to say Rosie Perez got an Oscar nomination for White Men Can't Jump. <laughs> she was really good in that, Donna. I don't remember that movie, but it doesn't really sound like a movie that the Oscars would normally recognize. I wonder if it got any love. I think it did. Hang on. Okay. You can continue with your Okay, so... um. That's the Rosie Perez interview in Variety, but there's also an interview with Marsha Gay Harden in the in Vulture, okay? Okay. In which she implies pretty heavily that Dame Judi Dench, who is also na- nominated the time Marsha Gay Harden won an Oscar uh, for Best Supporting Actress, mm-hmm. that she was not very happy that Marsha Gay Harden won. Oh, really? Well, how did she figure this out? What did so, the Dane do? She's not really saying specifically, but she said, so here, here's who was nominated. Kate Hudson for Almost Famous, Frances McDormand for Almost Famous, mm-hmm. Julie Walters for Billy Elliot, and Judi Dench for Chocolat. Mm. And she goes on to say, you know, it just felt great. And by the way, I felt the girls were really happy for me as well. Well, there was one that I will not mention, but it wasn't Kate. Uh, And it's and I'm friends with Frances McDormand. She goes on to say, and she goes, Frances doesn't give a bleep. She also ruled out Julie Walters, suggesting that it was Judi Dench who just took issue with her win. So this is coming from People magazine. Sure. Talking about this vulture interview. And so people reached out to Judy Dench's reps, but they didn't get back to them with a comment. Hmm. And then she continues. She goes, I don't want to say anything negative about anybody, honestly. It was my perception that somebody wasn't so happy. But you never know what people have going on. Whatever. Hmm. Interesting, huh? That's sort of a bummer, if that's true. I know, because I want her to be nice. Yeah. And I want no one to ever be upset about not getting an award. Right. That that strikes a real boy. You're you're a big fan of you, aren't you? Right, Steve. So true. Now, speaking of awards, the best butt award yesterday went to Christopher Maloney from Law and Order. Oh yeah. Trending on Twitter, people going <laughs> crazy. So he's got a new spinoff Law and Order show called Law and Order Organized Crime. You're gonna love it, Donna. I liked him in uh, The Handmaid's Tale. He played a bad guy. Oh, is that right? Yes. Well, I guess he was seen wearing tight pants and fans could not obsessing over his... They're calling them cakes? Is that what the butt is called? I guess. Nice work. Uh, one person even came right out and asked, you want to explain why you have so much cake? <laughs> and Christopher replied, quote, sure. Big birthday, 60. Big boy, 200 pounds. Big cake. <laughs> he turned 60 last Friday. He's got the wow, kind of butt good. that I want. 
He's got a nice butt. Donna, you and I both yeah. try to fight against flat butt syndrome, FBS, which yes. almost no one pays attention to mm-hmm. as a serious problem in this country, but it is. <laughs> and we need to figure out what this guy's... You know what it is? What's... What There's is only it? one way to get cakes, and it's squats. Squats <laughs> get cakes. I, I... No, not for me. You got to put more weight on the bar. Okay. Oh, I need to have a bar? I can't just do squats? Like... No. Sumo squats with a weight, a free weight? You could have a free weight. Okay. What do you have, like I'll a do weight that. down? Where? Oh, I'd love to see you I work out. I don't want out. my legs that big. <laughs> right? Everybody's always worried about that at the gym. There's everyone else. Hey, hey, I don't want him bulking up. I don't want to be bulky like her. You know how long it takes? You'll notice as they're getting okay. more. All right, I'll get on it. I texted you know, my roommate to see if I have YouTube and uh, haven't heard back. Oh, wait, let's see. Uh, he said, I'll look, maybe I see YouTube TV, but I don't know what that is. I have regular YouTube on my TV. There was a caller that made a uh, mention this. Kelly, I believe was her name. Uh, she said that, and I did remember reading this, that there are certain TVs that don't update their apps. Therefore, oh. you have to buy it. Now, I don't think that is the case with the TCL Roku because they're pretty on point with their apps. But like Samsung had a situation with YouTube TV where they weren't updating it. So if you had an old version of a Samsung TV, the only way to get YouTube was to buy like an Apple TV extension or something oh, to that matter. So dumb. I don't think that'll be the case. But Donna, with the you Roku. have my TV. I know. We I just bought it two model. years ago. Yeah. Then same you should model. be good. You should You're be good. fine. It's not on there. It's going to be Rumi there. We just looked. He said, I don't see it. But have him go and try to download. YouTube right now, not YouTube TV. Well, See if he can find working. that in the directory. I can't, like, have him do it right now. <laughs> I mean, well, you, I don't know. I don't know. All it would take is one more search. <laughs> you had a little know. free time just I don't now. Want to bug him. I don't. I gotta go. Um, uh, hey, when we come back, I have a list of annoying things celebrities do, according to a new survey. And I have a sad admission to make about myself that I'm not alone in a survey. How many times do you think you forget a password each month? Is it a one-time occurrence? Two, three? Is it more than that? Great question. Sort of a shocking uh, survey result. That coming up when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey, big shout out to our friends at Chill Boys for sponsoring our podcast. Yes, Chill Boys is local. They make really comfortable and cooling men's underwear. The fabric is breathable and flexible because it's made from bamboo with a little smidge of spandex. And you could get a great deal right now on your first purchase. Yeah, you go to chillboys.com and then use the promo code MYTALK when you're there. What will await you besides a great deal? How about the most comfortable fabric that you will ever put over your nether regions? You need to believe me when I tell you that because it's true. I've tried all sorts of different kinds, including some really big names out there that say we have the most comfortable. Nay, said the horse, you do not. The Chill Boys are so comfortable. They're made of this bamboo fabric, which is just like made up of cumulonimbus clouds. It feels so good. (laughs) It is so cool. And my groin has been super happy with me ever since I made the switch. Good to know. Great for biking, (laughs) hiking, fishing, working out. No wedgies, no chafing, no odor. You guys, you got to try these. Go to chillboys.com. Don't forget to use that promo code MYTALK. Chill Boys, comfort where it counts. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. You're my buddy. It's fun. It's fun being you. I agree. <laughs> studies have shown that medic- studies have shown that the microbial several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings are study buddies. The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. Hey. Hey. Buddy. Hey, buddy boop. 
Um, I have come across a list of annoying things that celebrities do. I love it. Where is this coming from? BuzzFeed. So they did a poll and they found that the one thing regular people find the most irritating is... Go ahead. Um, When they talk politics at award ceremonies. Mm. Maybe that's just me. Hold on, hold on. When they start preaching to us... That's not the number one thing. ...from the pulpit of their awards. Well, trying to... No, that's not good. Um... No, nobody said that. Wow. Oh, yep. Endorsing political candidates and telling you who to vote for. Now, that's okay. Just don't do it at the Golden Globes. Okay. Mm-hmm. My theory. Whatever. I get it. It's a microphone. It's their one shot. Whatever. And they know so many people are watching, usually. Yeah, I get it. Okay, so the most annoying thing is when stars don't acknowledge the help they get from the staff. Oh. For example... Talking about how they got fit without mentioning their personal trainer and chef. Or talking about how to be a working mom without mentioning their nannies. Okay. Okay. Wow. That's a... That's really going deep. deep. Yeah. Complaining about how hard pandemic life is. People find that annoying. Well, when you have a mansion... Like, Oprah shouldn't complain. She can still feel like life is... Halted. Under a bit of a wet yeah. blanket, I get that. But when you can walk around your Hawaiian island state, <laughs> yes, yeah, I understand. I understand that. I get that. Yeah, lying about the plastic surgery they've had. Oh, sure. Because it perpetuates unrealistic, you know, standards, beauty exactly. standards. Yes. Um, going on lavish vacations in a pandemic, even if they have the resources to keep it relatively safe. Like private flights and islands. That doesn't annoy me, but I would then just go back to the to the don't complain about the pandemic. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. You know? But if you can, we all would. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know? Getting things for free. People find it annoying because celebrities are rich enough. Sure. I get it. They're always the ones who get the meals comped, right? Yes. Yep, they get. I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like: This A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Free stuff, yeah. Uh, posting notes app apologies? What does that mean? Posting notes app? Public statements... Spa- <laughs> Hey. Uh, public statements written on a phone and then screenshotted and oh. shared on social media. Mm. I didn't even know this was a thing. I didn't either. Same. Wow. Huh. Trying to seem relatable to their fans. <laughs> These are thing, annoying things that celebrities do. True. Um, stars lead very unrelatable lives and they should just own it. I don't know. Some people like to hear the way they're just regular folks like us. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Hmm. 
um, flying in private planes because it's annoying and horrible for the environment. It's elitist. Oh, Oh, yeah. Didn't Joaquin Phoenix call people out? I think it was at the Globe. Yes, I think it was, too. He's always going to say something political, by the way. Yeah, but I, I at least like that in that case, he took them to task. Yes. You know, I think yes. middle America can feel like, okay, I don't need you in the moment as we celebrate the movie that you made telling me your stuff right now. I don't need you to tell me how you think I need to vote right now. Right, right. But when he says to the fellow elite of which make up that room, hey, maybe we should call ourselves out and maybe not fly private so much. Yeah. <laughs> then yeah. it's like pass me the popcorn. Yeah, fun to watch. Right? Yes. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, uh, also on the list, annoying things that celebrities do: cashing in huge paychecks far beyond what the average person makes because it's completely disproportionate to the work they do. That's only forty-three percent of people found that annoying. Um, posting sponsored content and ads on social media. Hey, most people did not find it annoying. Oh, and said they would do the same thing if they had followers. And asking their fans to donate to certain charities or social causes. They should just donate their own money. No, they're, t- they're helping no, it's a platform. Generate, yeah, they're generating awareness for a good cause. Absolutely. And it's not just on the shoulders of the wealthy to be generous. We're all called to be generous. We should right. all be considering other people. Absolutely, Boy, this Steve. group of people doesn't like celebrities at all. Right? Here, listen to this one. Um, this is the last one because I already said endorsing political candidates. Sharing deeply personal details about their private lives with the world. For example, their relationship struggles, stories about their young children. Something should be kept private. BuzzFeed surveyed like 50,000 bitter Americans. I think right. Unrelated, the average person forgets 10 passwords a month. Wow. 10. 60% of us admit we get lazy and just use the same password a lot, too, by the way. On average, we use the same login for six different accounts. You have to. Yeah. How else are you going to remember all these? I know, right? Hey, when we come back, let's listen to the title track to Prince's new album, okay? All right. Be right back. You know how it goes. You tell yourself you're going to work out, but then one thing turns into another, and suddenly it's bedtime. My recommendation, join the Y. Right now, they're giving new members a free in-person or virtual personal training session. You know, someone to give you encouragement, consistency, and a plan to meet your fitness goals. And you'll also get $0 enrollment if you join by April 15th. Do it. Go to ymcanorth.org. And we have breaking news on the Donna and Steve show. Um, DMX has passed away. Mm. Really, really sad. This is what a week after suffering a heart attack. Mm. And there was yeah. a prayer vigil outside his hospital room. Um, wow, that's really sad. Yeah. Earlier today, in case you didn't hear, Prince Philip has passed away uh, today as well. Um, I didn't realize that DMX paved his way as an actor as well. I remember seeing him in a movie when I was in college. Oh, if I could remember. Was it Romeo Must Die? No. Was it... Oh, goodness. Belly? Aunt... There's one called Belly? Belly, no, but my friends loved Belly. That was... Oh, what is that about? gosh. Couldn't tell you. I think yeah. Tom Robinson would always talk about it, though. He was in Fast and the... A little bit of Fast and the Furious? Or Fast and Fierce, it looks like. He was in that one. Oh, interesting. 
Well, TMZ, uh, you know, as, as you mentioned, that was the result of an overdose, um, yeah. that, that heart attack. Yeah, and he, had, he struggled with substance abuse for a long time. And he had virtually no brain function, TMZ uh, says, after he was deprived of, uh, deprived of oxygen for nearly 30 minutes following that overdose. <sighs> and it, the brain function never returned. And by Thursday, his organs began failing while he remained on life support. This mm. was in a New York hospital. Um yeah, and they, his rep says we're deeply dis- and excuse me, deeply saddened to announce today that our loved one DMX, birth name of Earl Simmons, passed away at 50 years old at White Plains Hospital with his family by his side after being placed on life support for the past few days. Mm. Earl was a warrior who fought till the very end. We, we um, heard that his loved ones have been staying at his home and friends' homes in the area in White Plains. Uh, never too hard, too far, excuse me, from that hospital. But what's what's nice is um, sources were saying that his mother, Arnett, his fiance, Desiree, his ex-wife, Tashira, and his uh, child's mother, Yadira, and his children have become this tight knit group over the last uh, week while praying for improvement and mm-hmm. Uh, all the women in his life have never had a beef in the past, and he always made sure that everyone was able to be cordial. And this has strength, uh, you know, like tightened their bond, which is nice to hear. You know, yeah. how earlier you were saying about Prince Philip and um, how Harry and William have a falling out, but hopefully. Right. This could bring people together. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's really sad. So sad. Oh, like I said, DMX was the, it was like soundtrack, late high school. Grant, did you listen to a lot of DMX when oh, you were in high school? yeah, that was, oh yeah. That it was big. just, it could get you pumped up. Like if you had a sporting event that you were going to, or we would listen to him in the car on the way to these sporting events. We'd want to listen to him at practice. It was yeah. just, it was just like such pump up music oh man so if you're just tuning in uh dmx passed away today at the age of 50 so sad yeah and like you know like we mentioned too yesterday he had tried so many times to get himself right to it's it's, yeah you know i i really that's where i feel bad not that any every death is bad but with this one it's just like you know he he know he knew where he was at he knew his struggles and he he tried so many times to get himself better and just one slip like this and you, something like that can happen. That's where you just got to really be, yeah. really try well, to be strong. And part of that um, Demi Lovato uh, docuseries, of you know, it, it, she almost lost her life. And you would think, okay, that's your rock bottom. But she gets out of the hospital, goes to rehab. The day after she goes to rehab, she calls her dealer. Mm-hmm. It's like, it, it's got to be incredibly Hard. difficult. Yes. Yeah. The battle of that kind of a, a, a that, Demon, that struggle, yeah. yeah. Dang. And he had just had a uh, sort of most recently for for DMX. He was in one of those versus battles. Oh yeah, on yes. Instagram with Snoop Dogg. That was yeah. in July of 2020, uh, and they had a, over half a million viewers on Instagram Live for that. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. I wonder who won. It's a good question. I'm gonna know, give it. He did like. Uh, let's see. Well, Snoop did drop it like it's hot, and Gin and Juice, DMX did Where My Dog's At, and then X Gonna Give It To You, which was great. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I watched a little bit of that versus battle. Oh, you did? The other day. Yeah, it was fun. Especially if you're a fan of hip hop, late 90s, early 2000s. I mean, you could. I watched a little bit of it on TMZ. I'm sure you could see the whole thing probably on YouTube. Okay. Got it. 
Um, I'm sure there's going to be many more, but this is the first. A previously unreleased Prince album is coming out on July 30th. It is called Welcome to America. It was recorded in 2010. And according to a press release, it basically documents his concerns, his hopes, his visions for a shifting society. Um, You know, there's foreshadowing an era of political division, disinformation, fight for racial justice. I think we have a little clip. This is the title track. Sounds very like experimental. I wonder how much of this stuff he's actually got in the vault. Really makes you wonder. Because I mean, listen to that production and like all those backup singers. He's in the studio all the time. Yeah, you know that's true. Just living in there, calling people up in the middle of the night. Let's record something. Yeah, let's work on some. Just press record. I bet there's tons. Do you think that people uh, obviously like some producer gets a hold of all those like random recordings and then can put like. Maybe he didn't have these songs done top to bottom and someone needed right. to finish some of the production value. So they added those singers or something like maybe someone's that coming possible. and adding some production value. I mean, sure. maybe, I don't know. I'm just thinking if, if that's the case, he'd probably have a lot of material, like you said, because he was probably in the studio all the time jamming out, hitting record. You could come up with hope, maybe a few more things if, if they could do that. You know? Sure. Yeah, I wonder. Man, oh, man. Wow, wow. It was interesting Welcome. hearing Prince say Google, too. I know. Right, right here we in the beginning, he mentions it. Yeah. It's crazy. Read. Where everything and nothing that Google says is hip. Interesting. Read our lips. Do you remember that? Oh, it'll be cool to hear the whole. Oh, yeah. Not going to do it. Read my lips. But you sound like you're doing Ross Perot. Can I finish? <laughs> Can I finish? Can I finish? <laughs> Not gonna do it. I, uh, I don't. I think I need to work on that. I think you should. Here, Dad, let me help. <laughs> That's better. That's that was better. good. Yeah. Oh, man. Hey, uh, Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello, um, that break in suspect, remember they took off with his car? Yeah. Has been arrested. The suspect. Okay. Um, yeah, they nabbed him after responding to a trespassing call in another neighborhood. Oh, boy. Crazy. He's been booked for two felonies, burglary and grand theft auto. And, um, yeah, this happened not that long ago. Because <laughs> they, they broke in the house, realized that the couple was still there, grabbed the keys on his way out to Sean Mendez's car. Luckily, no. Well, how freaked out would you be if you got up and somebody was in your, you know, or you're in the bathroom yeah, and you come out and someone's just cool. hanging out in your house? Mm. Yeah, like if I walk downstairs right now and there's someone in, on my couch, that'd be bad. I mean, unless it's a family member. Yes. But you hear these stories about people who, this happened to, wasn't it Robert Downey Jr. ended up walking into someone's house? Am I making that up? Downey Jr.? I don't know, Donna. Come on. A bunch of people. Nicholas Cage had someone standing at the foot of his bed, didn't he? Ew! What? Yes. That wow. freaks me out. Mm-mm. Pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Every week we hear about another celebrity whose house is being creeped on in some way or another. You know, like it was Johnny Depp at one point in time, I think, had one recently. Uh, oh, wow. You know, I mean, oh, here we go. Here it is. He got <laughs> Wait, so I got hammered. The Nick Cage. I got the oh, Nick Cage. okay. Nick Cage awoken by a naked man with a fudge sickle. 
Uh, he said it was two. It was two in the morning. I was living in Orange County at the time and was asleep with my wife. My two-year-old at the time was in another room. I opened my eyes and there was a naked man wearing my leather jacket eating a fudgesicle in front of my bed. Oh, I know it sounds funny, but it was God. horrifying. And yeah. then in the article from Reuters, it says, next sentence, a fudgesicle is a frozen ice cream-like <laughs> snack. <laughs> so Kid, here's... T- uh, well, just to say, he said the ordeal ended after he talked the man out of the house and then police arrived. Damn. Sheesh. That is terrifying. Here's one, Steve. I can do you one better, maybe, because you're a father. Robert Downey Jr. once got so hammered, he passed out in the wrong house, <laughs> alone in an 11-year-old's bed Ooh. with no clothes on. Oh, wow. That took a turn. How do you even yes. survive that? Right? Whoa. Imagine if, like, the dad woke up in the house. No, this is what happened. Yeah, then uh, that dad would say, I am Iron Man. <laughs> yes. The, the, the front door was unlocked. Uh, Downey Jr. made his way to a room that belonged to this 11-year-old. He then went on to take his clothes off, folded them onto a chair, passed out in his underwear <laughs> in a bed that wasn't his. Um, interesting how he wound up in the wrong house, but... He still made it a priority to fold his clothes. That's the best part. He folded them. At around 9 o'clock, his neighbor, Lisa Curtis, later decided to check up on her son in his bedroom and first thought that her son went to bed early. She was astonished when she pulled back the sheets and found a strange grown man who she didn't recognize. (laughs) And she couldn't wake him up. Oh, my God. Then she called 911. So he was just a na- she was just a neighbor. Wow. Jeez. Wouldn't you know that your neighbor is Robert De Niro? Um, yes. And but this was Robert Downey Jr. Oh, Robert Downey Jr. Excuse <laughs> me. Who would fly below the radar. Yes. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, you would think, like, hey, I live next door to this guy, but maybe he wasn't as famous as he is today, you know? Wow. Hmm. Oh my God. The call to nine one one had the actor's heavy and loud snoring can be heard in the background. <laughs> it became infamous. Wow, we missed this. Uh, neighbors, Evidently, you didn't. You had it stored away in a memory. Yeah, I did. I re- I totally remember this, and but I doubted myself. I'm like, did I make this up? Does it Does it have a When did it happen? Like 90s? Or? Uh, let me check the date. Please hold. Uh, 20. Well, it says 2020, January 2020. That's not possible. That can't be right because no, this is back wrong. in his days of having. Yeah, he was a partier back in the day. Yeah, he had he got himself a lot of trouble back in the day. Oh, yeah. He served jail time, all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Anyway. Hey, Steve. When we come back, my friends, it's going to be time for us to put a bow on this Friday show. Yes, this is what has to happen. Our Facebook question today is what's something that you're embarrassed to admit scares you? Got a lot of responses mm. on our Facebook page, so we'll dig into that when we come back. It is the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Welcome back to the final stretch of the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Ooh, what a journey, huh, guys? Yeah, it's been decent today. <laughs> what do you feel? I feel it's uh it's been okay. Yeah. It's been pretty, pretty, pretty good. Pretty fine. Yeah. It's Friday. The Facebook question is 
blowing up. Yes, that's Could have awesome. spent an hour on this, Donna. Really? The question is, what is something that you are embarrassed to admit scares you? How many, we, uh, how many did we get? At least 67. Oh, that's good. That's good. Should we go around the room first? Um, sure, yeah. Grant? Oh, something that I'm afraid to admit that scares me? <laughs> you're kind of embarrassed to admit you're, you're afraid of. You know, like mice. Yeah. Spiders for me. Well, that's funny. heaven. I mean, spiders and heights. Like, I can't even. I can't even be on. You know, like if you go to certain buildings where they have those windows. If you're in a skyscraper and you can see down, I can't even walk up to that window. Yeah, like I can't. Uh, uh-uh. I don't mess with that. I won't jump out of planes. I think that's very common. Yeah, so I don't really have any weird ones, but yeah, spiders and heights. Mm. That's all I got. Donna, I'm gonna go death, Bob. Okay, that's a good one. Thanks. Um, you, bud? Just something people mine don't spiders. talk about. Yeah, spiders, spiders and snakes. Horrified of snakes. But isn't everybody? Indiana Jones is. Yeah. Oh, Lord. <sighs> Melissa says, shaking hands with people, you, you, you would think it's because I'm a germaphobe, but that's not really the case. She says, with the slightest bit of anxiety, my hands and feet, Sweat. for that matter, turn into water spots. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's, that's a terrible way to live. Renee said, I'm afraid of clowns. I tried to face my fear and performed as a clown, and I ended up tearing my meniscus and had to walk with a cane for months. Caps lock clowns are dangerous. Gosh. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, Laura said birds. Yes. I'm so scared of them flapping and getting stuck in my hair. She's not the only person who I kind of like birds. I don't like when there's a lot of them. Mice with wings. Ew. Those are bats. Yeah. Anything fly on. Deb, no, Deb. they're so pretty. Hey, Deb. Hey, Deb. Deb said elevators. If they make the slightest movement or noise, I panic. How about this? I have nightmares about them at least once a week. What? Oh, my gosh. That's so strange. How about Rebecca's? What's Becky say? The movie Dumbo. <laughs> Those oh. pink elephants on parade scare the bejeebies out of me even to this day oh that's funny i don't even remember the movie dumbo neither do i we just started watching the live action dumbo last week on disney plus with colin farrell and danny devito i remember the critics kind of hated it we're halfway through and i find it to be quite nice really i was thinking of operation dumbo drop with uh danny glover Mm. oh oh, very different. different totally different uh, what is something that you are embarrassed to admit you are afraid of? Aly- Alyssa says basements. That was a big criterion good of one. mine for house hunting. If the basement was creepy, I'm out. Yeah, good one. <laughs> Darla Jane said grasshopper, crickets, and frogs. But yeah. I love toads. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Things bizarre. that jump and you don't know which way they're going. That is true. Yes. Yeah, I had a grasshopper jump onto my face when I was five and went screaming bloody murder into the house, ran up to the room, and by the time I was there, I'm sure it was off. It had come off somewhere in transit, but oh, I was horrified. That's a great way to describe it, too. Things that jump and you don't know which direction. That is hilarious. Molly said um, balloons. I try to play it cool around them, but deep down I'm petrified that they're going to pop around me. I wear a face shield and earplugs anytime I have to blow them up. Oh, my God. (laughs) That would be a nice... I am a little... When I blow them up, I do get nervous that they're going to pop. Not scared, but I'm always trying to be aware of that. But if I had a face shield and earplugs, I'd go hog nasty on those things. Really? Interesting. Uh, Julia says, the older I get, the more nervous I am on stairs. Oh, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Penny said, bridges can't walk across any of them. 
Lois says, wearing scarfs around my neck, I think that they're going to end up getting caught in something and strangle me. <laughs> oh, man. That's fair. That's fair, yeah. Uh, Christine says, bridges and overpasses. And I work road construction that builds these. Oh. You know, in L.A., Steve, out there, there's some overpasses that when you're, or at least in, there's a few, that when you're up high like that and you're they're kind of angling down, feels like your car's going to slide right off. Sure. Okay. Okay. Good. Can I just... Tell you what this person. This is funny. We're not shaming you. Um, Brett said. Now these are things that you're embarrassed to tell that you're afraid of. Balloons filled with water, shaped like clowns with butterflies painted on them. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, Brett. Peggy says horses. It's their big teeth. There's oh, a whole story. But those she lips, tell us. though, they're so sweet. Their lips are soft, but they could chew your heart out. Oh yeah. They can. Did you ever see what they do to apples? Oh, yeah. Maybe. You just put a whole apple in their mouth. They'll eat that whole thing. It's like every other animal can just swallow pretty much anything. <laughs> you ever think, you know? Dogs, especially. Damn. Snakes, they just eat the whole thing, and they're like, yeah, watch it go down. Oh. Not only will I swallow Ew. this raccoon, you're going to watch oh. its whole body digest. I have to tell you, I almost pieced out of um, our show, Cobra Kai. Because of a scene in it. Oh. Do you know what I'm talking about? Refresh me. Is there a feeding of a snake scene? Yes. Oh, come you on, know, Donna. You know the guy, the yeah. guy, the sensei to Johnny? To Johnny. Yes. Um, yeah. Crease. He basically, um, yeah, makes it one of the kids do it. Hmm. And when one of them wouldn't do it, he was like, get out! Mm-hmm. Dude. That's cruel. That's going to be the way of the fist, Donna. It's the way of the fist. I guess. The way of the fist. <laughs> Where are you going next week, by the way? Yes. Oh, just taking a little time away. Just taking a little time away. Are you away. going somewhere? Um, I'll bring you all the details upon my return. Oh, what are you afraid? Paparazzi's going to fire. No, we're going to Disney. Nice. You are? Yep. Amazing. One year later, with masks on, and we look at the forecast, and it's like, oh, it's going to be 90. Oh. But it's great because my parents are coming here. My sister's going to stay at our house. Oh. And, uh, we're not not taking the little baby. Oh. We're leaving Dev. That's smart. It is. That's smart. All right. Have a good weekend, everybody. Steve, we will see you on Monday. Okay, great. Uh, Colleen and Bradley are coming in next.